0: is the Cigar Authority. Go, Terry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. are gonna see some
1: serious oh, God. oh, With
0: your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan! kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, look at what we have here. This is
2: a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun?
3: This is the Cigar Authority. It's Memorial Day weekend. This week we will be joined by Paul Joyle from Ocean State Cigars and Jay Grotto Cigars. Mr. Jonathan is in the cigar retail business.
1: I got my My very first staff shirt right there. There
3: we go. He's in uh, he's in retail. He'll tell us uh, how his first week went, actually as an as an employee, not a manager. We start that next Correct. week. So but we'll talk I actually about that. Start that tomorrow morning okay. at 10 o'clock. There we go. My trip to New York uh, and to Florida to see the Davidoff folks uh, now on the advisory board for Davidoff. That makes me a big shot. You way. are somebody. I'm somebody now. I've arrived. Let's all say it together. I am somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got new cigars, events, and lots more. And today is prom day in my hometown. My daughter's prom. So as soon as the show is over, i get got to get home. There's going to be like 50 people in the backyard, 90 degrees out there, taking pictures around the pool and
1: the pizza route. I'm actually conflicted about your daughter's prom because I lost the bid for that prom. You did. That's right. They went with someone that was cheaper. Uh, not me. They. They. They went with someone cheaper. And so I'm not sure as the DJ. if I should be hoping that because it's Gianna that I want the prom to go off without a hitch. Or because I lost the gig, I should be hoping that the guy's equipment completely fails and catches on fire, and then they have to call me and have me go in. But you you got a gig for more money anyway, right? I always do. You ended up getting no. a gig for more?
3: You have no gig tonight?
1: <laughs> I'm off tonight.
3: Oh no, kidding!
1: I'm actually. I'm. It, it's actually. A, it's a good thing that I'm off because I've got a bow party next weekend, and so tonight and you, and is and going to be. You out
3: because you worked for me this week,
1: Chuck. Let me tell you. Yeah. By <laughs> by Tuesday at five o'clock, I hit forty hours. Not for two guys specifically, but for Mr. Jonathan, I was at forty hours starting Sunday, Tuesday at five o'clock, and yes, I worked until midnight Tuesday night. I've put in literally every single hour that I've been awake, I've been working, with the exception of the hour drive to and from Seabrook.
0: Is this complaining or breaking?
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, Yes. Yes it is. (laughs) All right. We're being picked up today by WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution, Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320. Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And that's where Paul's from, Joel's Liquor. That he is. Yep. So that's how WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Match Vegas, New Hampshire. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com replays last week's broadcast from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1, which uh, I hear Chuck fixed. We had a little drop-off on the podcast that we were notified on, and yep. uh, Chuck, the superhero that he is, went in, fixed it all up, set it up lovely, so that's all set. Uh, and uh, nice. We are podcasted for your downloading and listening convenience at thecigarauthority.com. Thirty thousand downloads now. Thirty thousand and iTunes. Is anybody listening live? Because where you thirty thousand be... downloads. I know Rudy's on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Rudy's on. Chat box is full. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you also, you always can go on to thecigarauthority.com. Push the button. Just push it. You can <laughs> watch. Maybe push David, it real good. David always push says Push it real good. We got nothing going on, so let's just say he has nothing going on. I got it going on. So you can watch me. There's nothing going on here, so just listen. It's, it's
3: a show better listened than watched, as far as I'm concerned. But if you want to look at something, look at this. Bam. This, this is the Jay Grotto Reserva. Wow. God, you're just gonna you're just gonna throw that at him anyway. Go ahead. Here we go, Chuck. Here we go. Hey. It's, got so, the, it's got the it's got little uh, twisty thing on the top also known it's, it's as a, a pigtail
1: yeah industry term twisty thing on the top <laughs> I'll tell you I must have smoked an entire box of these myself on Thursday Paul said help yourself and I just kept lighting them one after the other I did go back to the original blend which I do like but the reserva is like butter hmm. just so that, that's why we're going to do it first it's in your like mouth. Butter. butter it's baby. like butter
3: so it is memorial day weekend
0: you guys are closed Monday.
3: We're closed Monday. I didn't think you took days yeah, off. One of the handful of days is Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter and Memorial Day for our veterans, for our uh, which we have veterans that work for us. And um it is a uh an observant uh formerly known as Decoration Day, uh but it was uh Richard Nixon who started this as um I not so He wasn't all bad. He was good. I liked Richard Nick Tricky Dick. I liked him. <laughs> um, It's to honor all Americans who died in all the wars now. So uh, very important. Thank you, all our veterans out there listening. I want
1: to send a couple of special thank yous out right now, if I may. My grandfather, Frank, Grampy, I call him, served in uh, what he calls the Great War, WW2. WW2, the uh, big one. He, he was obviously drafted. He went out there with a bunch of friends. So not all of his friends came back. That was my voice of the guy on the commercial. I heard that. Okay, okay. Good. I'm, trying I to have a, I'm trying to have a serious moment right now.
3: And you guys are... Grampy. You started you, off with Grampy. And you guys you are you the crickets
1: or do you... over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I wanted to say thank you to my grandfather, Grampy. Yep. I also... Uh, my Uncle Bill was um, drafted into Vietnam. And then after retiring from the military... He saw that we were having the issue in Desert Storm, and he re-upped, went back in. They re- reinstated his, uh, his ranking, Master Sergeant, and he went in, and he was responsible as a drill sergeant for getting the new troops ready as quick as possible and to go over and defend our freedom uh, overseas, keeping the fight over there. And I actually have a cousin, James, who's in the military, and I thanked him for his service. I DJed his wedding. And uh, he says, I'm really, I'm not a hero. I sit in a, in a basement, three floors down from ground level, and I look at computer screens all but day. But you didn't know that when you when you, upped. you could have been on the line. You don't could know what you're going But I would say the intel that he collects and sends out, which I'm not allowed to know about, and I don't know about it, but whatever it is that he's doing, he you know has a little to be about responsible you for know a little thousands, about thousands of lives at stake with him pushing the buttons that he pushes. So, thank you to James, thank you to Uncle Bill, and thank you Grampy. Those are people that I know who have served or are serving in the armed forces, and they are the reason that this morning I was able to get up and and write on Facebook. So, I I dedicated my Facebook post to uh, to all of them. Yeah, they got the electronics of Facebook going. Oh, they give you the freedom to the write freedom. that. The freedom. I'm with you. I can write what I want. I can read what I want. And we can still smoke cigars. Absolutely. Thanks to them. My grandfather smokes six to eight cigars a day. He turns 93 this summer. Awesome. awesome.
0: That is really awesome.
1: Three fingers of scotch every day. Sometimes he gets my, uh, my uncle to put a little extra in there. Sometimes well we, he goes up to four. We're going to, and we'll talk a little
3: about it today, but uh, later on today, we'll tell you about, uh, that we know, uh, factually, that a couple of cigars a day is actually good for you. And we're going to have somebody on, a scientist on, a couple weeks from now, July 7th, that actually, they even know that alcohol, consumption of alcohol is good for you. Again, overdoing anything is bad for you, but a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of cigars, Every single day is actually good for you. He's a scientist. He's done research on it. This information is just about ready to be leaked out, and that's why we're having him on not till July 7th. Correct. Uh, By then, we'll uh, hopefully break it, or we'll be right after the break. It'll be a a whole thing. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing, as David would say. It's going to be a thing, and uh, looking forward to it. Um, I had the honor and pleasure to actually read it in advance
1: of the release you yeah. actually read pre-released copy it wasn't even finished uh he confided in me secretly so i'll tell you that uh, there's <laughs> several more pages <laughs> that have been that have been finished and uh we, are, we will get a pre-release before the yeah, remarkable stuff and uh Free, I, you remarkable.
3: Know, I, I feel good about The decision I made years ago to sell premium cigars and to get behind premium cigars. And, you know, there's always somebody, you know, you sell something that's not good for you and stuff. Au contraire, it's actually good for you. Nice. So uh, it'll be great news and uh, escalate the cigar business better than it is even now.
0: Is the FDA going to pay attention to this?
3: They're going to have no choice because this is scientific evidence. This is the truth. Yes. That's what we want. Not make-believe, not politically correct.
1: This is the scientific proof. That we need.
3: Non-biased.
1: Yeah. I also would like to give one more shout-out. Could I give a shout-out right now? Yeah. All right. I You've want, already done four, so I go ahead. I want to give a shout-out to Steve Harper, the yes. outgoing manager I of was going to say it anyway. I don't know if he's listening. but The uh, Seabrook manager, he's on his way out. He could not have made my first week any easier. He really he took his time, walked me through what sometimes is, is a, some minutia going on, just some very boring stuff, and he... He took the time to type some stuff out in advance, so I've got all my logs ready to go. I can refer back to the copy before I have to call Ed when something gets messed up. So thank you, Steve. And uh, Adam and Terry actually pulled me aside during the week and said uh, that they, if I was going to give a shout-out, would I please mention that uh, they wish him all the luck in his future endeavors. Uh, he's going to be fixing furniture. So anyone locally, you're in a restaurant, broken furniture, contact Steve Harper. You can contact me at uh, Seabrook uh two guys smoke shop and I'll make sure he gets the information
3: good man he's a good man good man wants more time around his family and and things like that so you understand and you never begrudge anybody to spend more time with their family or whatever makes them happy yeah that's that's everything be happy at what you do cuz laughter is the number one medicine
1: <laughs> 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 A tagline like that because we should just steal theirs since they steal our stuff. Yeah,
4: it's <laughs> <Cigar laughs> the,
3: the best medicine. Yes, we got to do something. So, uh, what do you think? Retail, cigar retail, you're in it now. What's what
1: your feeling? I is it what you thought it was? It's actually better than what I thought it was. It started off on Sunday, and really because I, I was nervous about the whole thing because I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do everything that I do. And tag on the extra time during the day. So I um, I was nervous on Sunday. Steve walked me through everything and learning the POS system. It was confusing. But by the time we hit Thursday, it was – I left on a high. I had to call you. Yeah, I, It was like I was on crack, just like so jazzed up from selling. I love it. Cool. Because I don't even look at it like selling. I look – someone walks in, they want to smoke a cigar. And I want them to smoke the cigar. Nobody walks in a lot they want to buy. Right. I want them to smoke the cigar that's going to make their day. That's right. Because that's what's going to make my day. I don't really care about the sale itself. I want to get you
3: in what you want. That's right. Ultimate customer service. Give them the greatest experience they can possibly have. Not just walking in the store and the experience they have in there, but when they leave and three days later when they smoke that cigar... You want that experience to be great, as great as possible. So it would be the right, perfect cigar. Exactly. The 1,700 open boxes of cigars. What is the right one? That's the magic. That's what we have to figure out as retailers. What is the magic here? What's the one that's going to make them? They don't know what it is. They they may think they know what it is. They may come in with a a rating or something, or um, their friend told them. And don't you don't necessarily take them away from where their thought is,
1: but probe into it, ask some questions, get some information. I used your uh, coffee analogy with someone coming in to buy a gift for someone. I said, do they smoke cigars all the time? Yes. Do you know what they smoke? No. How do they like their coffee? I love that. Yeah. Cream and sugar is what they said. All right. So that gives me an idea. And then I said, are they a beer drinker? Yeah. What do they like? Hmm. And they went with a with a more mild ale kind of thing. And I'm like, all right. Th- that tells me that they are kind of leaning toward the uh, upper end mild, maybe low end to medium. And I brought them right over, showed him something, and the lady said, I just got one question. What does coffee and beer have to do with cigars? And I explained to her that it's your flavor profile. My palate likes to have cream and sugar in my coffee. I'm going to want my cigar to yeah. be a little creamier, a little sweeter. That's the direction I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that I'd want to head. So she thought yeah. it was interesting and... Uh, it's an.
3: It's a. What is the hypothesis? Huh? Come on. <laughs>
1: it's a hypothesis. It is a hypothesis. <laughs> he you doesn't want, know exactly what it means. He's hoping I use it in you? sentence so that he.
3: Can it is a hypothesis because it is an educated guess. Based on the facts that you're going to get the information you can pull. Yes. And that is what a hypothesis is. You learn stuff here on the Cigar with It's not just all about cigars. You know, we'll help you with your with your English. We'll teach you the the Boston accent the we'll proper way. We'll teach you how to talk right. We'll t- how to talk like a guy from Boston where we parked a car. In Harvard Yard. Yeah. <laughs> we're smoking the Jay Grotto, and we have uh, with us Paul Joyle from Ocean State Cigars. They were in Rhode Island. And he makes a cigar for um, everybody in the country. It's a very micro brand, uh, getting some traction. True Boutique. Yes, True Boutique, which is a guy from a cigar store that makes a cigar. This is the Reserva line, which is more the topper end, the
1: higher end. It's a uh, longer age tobacco. It's a little bit sweeter, it's a little bit smoother. Uh, it, I would guess, and we'll ask Paul when he's on, but it's been it's been a cigar a little bit longer. It's been aged as the cigar to get the flavors to melt in properly. Uh, very smooth. I would even say on the lower end of medium, whereas the next one we're going to smoke is on the upper end of medium. It starts off with that, uh, like a sweet cinnamon spice right at the beginning. You taste it right on your tongue. This one doesn't have any of that. It's the exact opposite. It's just straight smooth buttery right. goodness he'll tell us all about it i i was expecting an
3: early aggressiveness of honduran tobacco which i didn't get nothing
1: yeah it's okay you know i expected there's more than just honduran tobacco in here and he'll get into the blends he actually is responsible for the blending of the cigars he he sits down with the master blender at uh alec bradley yep and goes through them with the guy so he is as he, he's, as he smoked should a million of them as he should absolutely
3: um, so what do we got? What we got is not a lot of pre-planning on this show is what we got because I was away all week. It was right after the show, I left in yeah. New York. Right after New York, I came back for one day, packed it up, headed to Florida, uh, spent a few days with the folks from Davidoff. Did
1: not call his new manager one time to check in on me to see if things were going good. I, I saw I was you went watching to a baseball game. I went to a baseball game yeah, indoors. Living it up at a baseball game indoors doesn't check in with me and just say, hey, how are things going? I didn't have to check in. I was watching you. Did you see me wave? I did not. Oh, okay. I must have missed That's that. a shame. But I was watching. I had a sign.
5: I didn't you see, didn't see sign. the sign.
1: You may want to go back and review the tapes then. Yeah. So you figured I would see. I
3: he knew spent, you were watching. He
1: spent a couple years in my <laughs> office, so he sees what I'm up to. Mm-hmm. uh, I had a sign that I made. Dave, I know you're watching. Things are going good. And I just (laughs) held it up there. And then when I got my arms got tired, I just propped it, figuring it's got to be one of the cameras that he's looking at. Maybe it wasn't. When you would go around towards the back of the register, that's where I could see you the best. You move around pretty fast. I'm quick. It's cold there. Adam likes it cold, yeah. and so I had I just learned right off the bat. I'm I don't want to go in and, and ruffle feathers or whatever. They have it the way they like it, and so I figured I would do what I could to change myself as much as I can. And if it gets to my breaking point and I go, geez, it's too cold, you know, we'll we'll have to find a thing. But I was able to move around fast enough to keep myself warm enough. I do have one little uh, quick story? Go ahead. About a uh, my very first run-in with a customer that was like really running. Yeah. This guy was really, really trying to push my buttons with calling me different names and like just put looking me dead in stat. the eye, like yeah, trying to get you, trying right. to really get under my skin, yeah. screaming at me like, "What are you a liberal?" Like just coming after me. And by the end of the day, he was calling me uh, Johnny Boy, you know, just whatever. And every single time he'd say something, the guys would look at me like, You're "Oh, this say is just a, this is a regular." Uh, he's, I don't think regular. Yeah, it comes in every month or whatever. Okay. Buys a single cigar, hangs out in the lounge, and uh, but buys all stuff online during the during the month. <laughs> and they, this is the
3: problem, folks. This is the problem. We got to put an end to this. Well, you
1: know what? I actually think that that he deserves our thanks as well. I believe is he is a uh, a Vietnam vet, and uh, so uh, he was wearing the jacket. So okay. I'm certainly not going to ruffle his feathers. I mean, he was willing to lay his life down for the the rights and freedoms I take for granted every single day. Dude can call me whatever he so wants. you can buy cigars any place he any place, wants to. Any place he wants. Yeah. <laughs> and he can call me what he likes. And it's fine.
3: Oh. Nah, but folks, you go into a cigar store. Not necessarily this cigar store. It doesn't have to be our cigar store. You go into any brick and mortar yeah, cigar right. store. Walk into Seabrook. Two guys. Just walk in. <laughs> but you don't bring your own stuff. You go buy cigars from there. You buy a cigar, you sit down. And you buy a cigar when you leave, too. You know just do the right thing you don't you don't go into a restaurant and you get a sandwich from another store and go there and say I'll have a glass of water or even worse hot water and take the tea bag out of your out of your shirt. you know just we're talking about you when you leave, maybe you don't care I don't know, but what's a nice way to <laughs> Go to a bar, bring a six-pack. Yeah, you just uh, you just don't do it. You don't do it, and uh, hey, maybe you've Paul's a retailer himself, so he's yes. gonna he's gonna fit right in with uh, if we dis- discuss this type of thing. But there there actually should be you know like the Ten Commandments of oh there is which we'll, we'll, yeah we have that yeah we have that <laughs> the Ten Commandments of the consumer in a cigar store how they should act because we're trying to make ourselves better. Mm every day, right? Absolutely. Try to improve your game, try to be a better retailer, better customer service, you spend all the time. There's got to be something for customers to become better customers too. Right? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong. Everybody trying to be better right what a world this would be well you can start off by coming here in here and buying a box of the Jay grotto's we're here all day this is memorial day weekend you're driving up it's a beautiful day here in new england it's it's actually kind of hot actually it's like 90 degrees out there overcast but, Yep. high hot. humidity you you want to come in you want to buy some cigars for the weekend you buy extra ones for somebody say hey what are you smoking it's just how to make friends cigars are, uh, uh, You know, friend sticks here. You know, you buy extra ones. But uh, Paul's running a sensational deal. I won't even say over the radio because it's actually absurd. It's too good. It is pretty good. Uh, Come on down and uh, take advantage of that deal. And, uh,. Wherever you are across the country or something, go into your brick-and-mortar store, buy some cigars, say hi to the guys, make some friends, buy extra cigars when you leave so that you can make friends outside also. You light a cigar, and uh, you're sitting out there in the beach or whatever, somebody comes over, hey, you're a cigar smoker, huh? Pull a cigar out, make a friend. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And you give them something like a, a Jay Grotto or
1: something, you got a friend for life, probably. Right? Unless you're a jerk. You insult their bathing suit when you give them the cigar. They may not like you after that. So there really are no guarantees in life. You just try to do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do the right
3: thing. All right. Let, let's let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Paul Joyle from Ocean State Cigars. That's Rhode Island. And we have a Rhode Island affiliate right there with us. They're the makers of Jay Grotto Cigars. We'll talk about my trip to New York, my trip to Davidoff on the advisory board. No flicking. Stay tuned. We'll don't be back. Lick the radio, by the way. But, Flickers are for TV. Well, Don't change the channel. Stay with us because the commercials are pretty cool. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: I'd like to file a missing persons report I've lost my one true love Uh, What does she look like? She is like no other Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous Not slender, but firm to the touch
3: Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir
1: The night we met, over a fine scotch It was love at first sight
3: Details, I need details, sir
1: well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You
3: mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid-dwarf, a, a, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar, the cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louis. Yeah? Ah, uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Floor de
0: Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out.
5: Mr. Jonathan,
1: a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. is
0: And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks, interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at CigarStation.com.
3: We are back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we are smoking Jay Grotto cigars. We're smoking the Jay Grotto Reserva right now, but it's going to be Jay Grotto all day. This is a micro brand, actually out of Rhode Island. We have an f- affiliate out there in Rhode Island. Uh, 1320. 1320. Positive energy out there listening. Well, this is where the cigar comes from. You think all cigars come from Miami and things? No, this is coming from Rhode Island. So this is true micro brand. This is true boutique, meaning coming from a cigar shop. And with me is Paul Joyle, who owns a cigar shop and now is a micro brand out there and a boutique cigar maker. And he's traveling the world. Hi, Paul. Welcome in. Hello, Dave. How are you? Very good. Very good. John, how are you? Doing good. I think our paths crossed the other day. I believe they did. <laughs> yeah, you've done uh, a few days with us uh, at Two Guys Smoke Shop, but you're traveling everywhere.
4: Yes, I am. And actually, I would like to thank you for the opportunity to uh, have three terrific days up here. Oh, uh, wow. Pleasure. Very, thank you. Very, very successful. And uh, like I said, I do travel quite a bit. Uh, it's starting to catch up with me a little bit. Sure. But the road kind of beats you down a little bit. It sure does. Uh, you, you came out with Jay Grotto a couple of years ago? Uh, We released the original Jay Grotto series uh, two years ago, actually in December. It would make three years this coming December, and on the heels and the success of the uh, original line, last July, we uh, released the uh, Reserve line, and uh, it's just been terrific and it's been uh we're just not in the sky right now beautiful now you started off as a cigar just for your store or you
3: meant to put it out right away to the, to the world
4: uh, originally it was something i wanted to do exclusive uh for our own store and uh with the success uh i don't know maybe got caught up in the greed factor a little bit which i think is a good thing for business sure. if I'm Mo- not,
3: it's a motivator it's that's a, for sure
4: greed's a wonderful motivator and uh like i said we we started stepping out. I started traveling a little bit, and now it's uh, when I look where we started and where I am right now, and where we're going. It's uh, it's been an interesting ride. Sure, and and you get to see other stores and maybe get ideas yourself of retailing
3: and uh, what to do, and certainly what not to do, and maybe help the store out while you're there, because I know, you know, being in here with you, while uh, we talk about um, retailing, because uh, you have both ends of it, that's for sure.
4: I've got both ends, yeah. and I really do enjoy walking in other stores, because I don't care who you are, how well you run your business, you can always learn from someone Absolutely. else, and you know, and actually you can walk in other places and see mistakes they're doing, and yeah. uh, maybe make sure them. you don't do it, or, right, or right. possibly help them a little. Sure,
3: sure. Um, so um, the cigar we're smoking now, which is the Reserva line, uh, Mr. Jonathan actually wanted us to smoke this first for some reason. Why is that, Jonathan?
1: There's two uh, two reasons. I like it better. <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> the most important. You know, okay. hey, so the world
1: ends. I wanted to make sure this was the one I had first. <laughs> okay. And number two, um, I think that the, the red box, there, the, the regular line, is just a little bit uh, a beefier blend, a little stronger. And so myself, I like to front end load with something a little on the mild to medium side, and then boost into the strength.
4: Well, it's interesting you say that, because the original wine, the way it was made, does have a little pepper and spice in the first inch of that cigar. Yeah, yeah it dissipates it. Uh, does. You it mellows right out. And uh, when we came out with the Reserve, it was just the opposite. It starts off a little lighter. If you smoke the first two side by side, you would think the original is the strongest cigar, and it's not. Yeah, yeah. This one here just builds into a rich concentration of uh, smoke and flavor and complexity. Great. So we're screwed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it,
3: it is uh, you know, made in Honduras, and I don't know the blend or if you care to share the blend, but usually uh, early on in a Honduran cigar with a lot of Honduran tobacco in it, it usually has that early bite aggressiveness early on, which this did not have.
4: No, this one didn't have it. Uh, did you put the leaves uh, in backwards? <laughs> is there... yes, yes, <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Actually, the wrapper in this cigar, uh, we went with the Criollo 98 wrapper. Uh, very very flavorful wrapper, mm. and uh, like I said, it doesn't have that bite. The binder, as well as Criollo '98, and then that's when we got into the blending a little more. Uh, you've got some Honduran and Nicaraguan Lajero Hero in there. Uh, we've got a few tobacco leaves, which I'm sure you know, the Arganosa, which sure? Paul Palmer uh, yeah. from Tropical uh, does, and there's one other leaf in there, which I got to be honest, I never uh, I never knew about this leaf. Until a gentleman that we both know, Ralph Montero, sure. had shed uh, with me. And uh, have you ever heard of Mombreño? No. It's a very, very. Uh, they don't use it a lot. Uh, I guess it's like in Perique and Pipe Tobacco. You use it in very, very small amounts, but it yeah. seems to have a kick. It just really married into the blend real well. And it's. How do you say what, that name again? Mombreño. I'm uh. not Spanish, but... Uh, that was pretty I, good. I, that was uh, pretty good. I, he told me I had it down pretty well. Yes. So, but don't ask me about Mombreño. He said it's, the, it's It's probably only one Mombreño leaf in there. And okay. he said they just found when it mixed with the Argonosa and the Nicaraguan and the Honduran Guajero, it just... I don't know. He said, we it, it, it came out, we smoked it, let it age a little more, smoked it again, and was like, yeah, that's it. What, what I like to do when, when when a customer comes in and
3: I show them a, a boutique brand that they may not be um, uh, know the brand or anything, I like to give them an idea of what is this like. And I've had a hard time with that, especially on this. Like, what is this like? And it's truly unique.
4: I, it is. It is. You know, I, first of all, people ask me, and as you know, I've got my own retail shop. They'll always ask me, what what brand do you think it tastes like? I don't really like doing that, yeah. first of all. I mean, I think a brand should stay, should live on its own merits. And, and I don't care. Even on somebody's blogs, I've heard my cigar, you know, they said, well, it's a lot like X brand. I just don't believe in doing that because if someone smokes X brand, then he says, you know what? I don't think it tastes like that at all. Everybody's right. taste is sure. individual. Uh it is what it is. What, what's it taste like? It tastes like a Jay Grotto reserve. That's well, what it let's tastes
1: like. let, let's say you like you like hamburgers uh, and you're you're a hamburger connoisseur. You're not going to turn someone on to a McDonald's hamburger. Yeah. So you you're going to say, okay, you like a certain kind of cigar, and so that for me that would help narrow it down as to whether or not somebody would be on uh, well, the reserve a, on the regular line. It, it's not a Macanudo Ashton cigar at all. Right. You no, know. It's not. Um, it does have very unique flavors, and, and you know I'm all about the flavors and all about tasting different stuff. You're a stuff. flavor guy. I and know there's, you th- I'm, I'm a, at a loss for what I'm
4: tasting in this. It's truly unique. Well, thank you. Uh, that's what it came out. We were hoping for something that w- was going to be its own brand. Uh, I did not want to copy uh, other brands out there. That's not the way to go, but uh, it's time-consuming. Dave, you know. You've yeah. Got, you've got your own brands. It's very very time consuming when you start working on a project like this so why Jay Grotto what does that mean what's that have to do with it uh, well the J is for my last name okay. Joyle from Joyle's liquors uh, and the grotto I don't know if we've discussed this once before on the show maybe we did maybe we didn't uh, it was one of those things it tried to come up with a unique name I think I looked I was googling well, you Look, had an
1: interesting story that you told in the shop on yeah. Thursday. Well, that's where
4: where I'll go. Uh, After spending about two months looking through every little town in Cuba, as you know, most of these brands have. That's where the names uh, originate from, such as Cabawan, uh, you know, all of them. Uh, About two in the morning, I just woke up and it hit me. And it was something that happened about a year and a half before uh, my cigar shop that day. The lounge was just busting and uh, i probably did something that you shouldn't do i invited customers over to my home i've never really done that before but i have never done that and, scary yeah and i don't I... they know where you live now they know where you sleep i know yeah. I, I, I i don't know i don't know i might have had, might have had a, <laughs> yeah. one drink too many i don't yeah. know why i did it but i invited yeah. them over it ended up, cut to the chase it, it worked out well but we came over i think it was around father's day uh, my wife, who's just her passion is landscaping and gardening. And every time I come home, she's got she's digging up in the yard and got a new bed with flowers, exotic flowers. Every flower was in bloom perfect. Um, you know, we were in back by we were poolside, and uh, there's a little water fountain out there. And it was just somebody just out of the cuff just, you know, said, Wow, he goes, I, I it looks like a Japanese garden, it looks like an Italian grotto. You know, I assumed it was just going to be a one-night thing. You know, I... I'm not going to have people over my house and customers. Or well, the next week, it's like they're all waiting there on Wednesday night. Hey, we having a grotto night that tonight? That was the <laughs> problem.
3: I was exactly
4: thinking it was going to happen. Boy, did I open the door. Uh, Why is everybody parked out
3: in front of my house every time I come home?
4: And Well, they've done it a couple of times. I, I, I can't believe where I, I'd be home and suddenly a car pulls up. and It's like, oh, I thought some of the guys would be here tonight. Wow. Like You've got to be kidding me. But, you know, oh, in actual, I don't recommend After doing it. After a nice it, long 12-hour day. Day, right i don't recommend doing what i did but it worked out uh i, I probably do it maybe two or three times a summer now but uh like i, I said that's where the Jake grotto i think you know what grotto grotto cigar in my store we have the grotto lounge uh all stemming from that all stemming from that right. it's amazing where you make where you start and where you finish sometimes. Ah. and the ride is just incredible yeah yeah So you took it, you bring it into your store, the people like what it
3: tastes like. This was the the one we'll smoke next, right? The first one that came out. And then you said, uh, you know what, I think I can sell this cigar everywhere.
4: I did. You know, we started off with what was going to be a house brand. Uh, Now we're in probably 140 uh, shops, uh, mostly on the northeast. But I I do have stores in Chicago. Right now we've got four reps nationwide. By this summer, uh, I'm expecting to probably have, I would hope, 250 shops. I think we'll probably have about 10 reps nationwide. Wow. It's really starting to take off. Uh, It actually, it's taken off. I'm I'm holding on for the ride now.
3: And you're not just sitting back. You're actually getting, leaving your operation uh, where you work, which is not just a cigar store, and I want to get into that. I mean, you're a giant liquor store.
4: Yes, we are. Uh, It's, again... You start a project like this, it took in a lot more uh, than I thought it was ever going to take in. I mean, I've had to like, cover myself in my own business. I mean, I can't. I've, we've got two businesses. I can't t- turn my back sure, on of course. what's there, so the, I've had, the money to, machine. had to get proper people in. Thank God my son was of age to come into the business. He's 25. Yeah. I don't know what I would do without him. I mean, my brother Dennis, it was difficult on him for a while because I was out of the store and... We had to make sure we got him the proper coverage, yeah. and then uh, we were fortunate to get. Uh, I think I don't know if you've met Mark Feely. Uh, Mark has come on to the business. He's been with me full uh, full time two years now, and it really between my son and Mark, and the rest of the crew pitching in, it's gotten the. Uh, it's given me the opportunity to get on the road, see other stores, and sell my product. This is such a one-on-one business. Oh yeah, I can make a phone call and call you, and are you interested in putting my cigars? No, but when you walk in speak to someone, look them in the eyes, it's it's developing
3: relationships. That's it. It's, and some of these guys, you know, you look at somebody like Rocky Patel and Nick Perdomo and guys that spent years on the road to end up building their company. I mean, they earned it. Uh, I've never gone, gone on the road myself and stuff, but you're doing it. And, uh, you know, I saw you today, and I know you did. This is three days in a row just for us, uh, staying in a hotel, not even going back home. It's a grind, man. It's not easy
4: it's for a, sure. It's a grind, and I actually took advice from people that were in front of me, and I Rocky told me once before, if you don't put your face with the brand, you will fail. You know. as, 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 do you know anybody that's got his face with his brand more than him? No. Everybody, everybody knows who Rocky Patel is. Everybody they knows do. Nick Perdomo. Yeah. These gentlemen, they you know them. Yeah. You know them. Their household, you know.
3: Not only do we, as, as the owners of the store, know them, but our customers know them, Absolutely. too. Absolutely. They stood up hours, endless hours, standing there in cigar stores and shaking people's hands and thanking them, and uh, that's what did it, and then all of a sudden the guy's on the brand, and, you know, it doesn't take many. You've got a handful of good customers on a certain brand. You've made the brand in your store because the selection is so big that uh, it makes all the difference in the world.
4: You know what I think's interesting? Rocky, I mean, God, this gentleman he has got rock star status, yeah, let's yeah. be honest. I see you've got a poster. You're doing an event with him, yeah. right? Yep. Here, here's a guy, he's still on the road, yeah. still doing it. Yep. After it's got to be
3: 15 years or so for him, and he still does it. And I think I he remem- started
4: in '96. I think it's 16 years.
3: I remember him uh, showing up picking, up, picking him up at the airport, and the next day, um, arrived was another suitcase. And I said, geez, your suitcase is here, but I I helped you with your suitcase when I picked you up at the airport. And he says, yeah, can you ship this one back for me? This is a new one with all fresh clothes and everything like that, shipping the clothes back and going again. So he'd go all week and then another suitcase would show up somewhere else, all ironed and pressed and ready to go, wow. and just continue on the road nonstop. And I'm if like. If you've never Man.
4: done it, you have no idea. <laughs> oh,
3: God. I have never done it, and, and I'm just blown away with uh, the, you know, after 15, 16 years of continuing to go on there. And here's a guy, you know, I, I saw him on. Um, how I made my millions and things like that, and that's how he made his millions, and he, he earned it like you should, and um, you know what he he doesn't stop doing it because that that is for continuation and stuff, and um, you know as as far as I see on your advertisements and things like that, you've uh, you've attached your face to the brand for sure, so uh, you set yourself up to, <clears throat>
1: to to have to do it. I don't know what uh, what you were like in uh, in Nashua, and I can see in Salem, but. Uh Every single time the buzzer goes off, your head turns around. It's obvious that you are in the retail business. Right. Unlike sometimes, you know, you got a rep in there and or uh, or even a brand owner, and they go in the back and they sit down and they have a, a coffee and they're smoking cigars and sitting with the guys over there paying no attention to the buzzer going off. You know, every single time it's like this is the start of the round, baby.
4: Well, Boom. You couldn't be more right. Uh, in my own store, I've had, you know, some of these uh, manufacturers come in and – They plop themselves down in a lounge, and that's fine because customers do like to speak to them. Sure. We know that. But there's got to be a mix where you should be in front. And I'm going to think to myself, I won't do that. I mean, maybe they've made it. God bless them. Maybe they've made it. They can afford to do that. I can't. Every, Every person coming in. I always try and greet them. I do it at my own store. Right. I do it you, my own store.
3: You can, you can tell you're a retailer, just as Jonathan said. You can, you can see the difference of what it is. And you know what? Some of the manufacturers have to look at the retail employee and see how they act. And if they're working in the store, which I consider you free labor today. I mean, you're working in the store. <laughs> and, but you, you know what to do. The bell goes off, and there's the person to greet and say hello to and look, look at them. And, and some of the people just don't get it and don't do it. And then they say, yeah, it wasn't that big of a day we're working to try to help you too but you can only help somebody that wants to be helped
4: that's absolutely true and i yeah. i know you've done it sure every customer that walks in here receives the same amount of respect hope. it doesn't hurt to say hello what can i help you with you know right. put absolutely. a smiling face do it you never know that customer that come in and may spend 5 dollars a day turns into a customer that spends 800 a month. And right. just don't know where they're going. Absolutely. We're talking to Paul Joyle from Ocean State
3: Cigars in Rhode Island. He has the Jay Grotto brand, and he also owns uh, Joyle's Liquor over there. And you've gone into the cigar business. Uh, in, you're in the liquor business first. You you decide, what, in the 90s sometime to, to put it, add cigars into your mix?
4: Yeah. Actually, I thought about going into the business about 93. Uh, like I said, we were very successful, and uh, I... Different clientele coming in constantly asking me, how come you don't have premium cigars? that premium cigars. Right. I misjudged, I really did, I made a mistake. I just I didn't feel that I could sell, you know, expensive cigars in the area that I was in. And I, I misjudged my uh drawing power. Uh once we started putting them in and we started off and what like I was saying earlier, you never misunderestimate a customer. I started off with five little cigars and an acrylic humidor. Wow. Now I've got close to 1,200, I think we've got 1,200 facings in in the store. Uh, What you start off with and where you end up is two different areas. And, again, it came down to uh, just greed. Your liquor store is not your average liquor store.
1: You guys are like the rock stars of the liquor store, if I'm not mistaken. I I hear your your advertisements on the radio up here in in, uh, the Boston area all the time. Um,
4: Well... uh, your kind words are well accepted, but uh, you're either in something or you're not. You know, all in. You're all in. Yeah, yeah. It's there is all, no, there is no little bets. It's a, okay. It's, I'm all in. It's all in. And you talk about uh, motivation. The government's not going to bail me out if I get mm. no. They, they're not. They're not going to help you. No. They're not going to help me. So you know what? There's no one that's going to bail you out. You either work the hours, do the job, or. You no, go under.
3: And, and I know you're a guy that, you know, if, if you're going to test the waters of a certain thing, you say, I think I'm going to sell some coffee in my store. You don't just sell coffee. You put in the machine. Yeah. You put, you bought the roaster. Right. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you do it.
4: But, you know, I, John's been riding me for a little bit here. I mean, I, I don't know how this happened, but I did come up, and the first thing I walked into your Seabrook store, and he says, where's the coffee? Ah. Uh. I, I I just I didn't know what to say my now, jaw dropped.
1: I don't I bring coffee to work every single day. I did not bring coffee because I knew oh, for sure. He's still he me. was bringing coffee with him. Remember the coffee? The, the Seabrook
3: store is is attached actually to a coffee store, but <laughs> that's just regular coffee. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's now, not good enough for I us. I need I need the I need the real stuff, yeah. the good stuff. <laughs> I need the I just recently in. purchased a cold brewing system. It takes coffee to a whole nother level, and I was dying. Oh. I still am dying to yeah. <laughs> have Paul's coffee in the cold brewing system to see if it really really was as good as I remember, and then... Now, oh, we had fun what, with that, the bags you, you sent. Oh we had a lot of fun with that. I
4: promise you.
1: Yeah, I, you I, said I, you were going to send it, and I. Um, it's not necessary. I appreciate it. The, the I show just, could turn into a coffee shop You beat show. me up. I yeah. did. You <laughs> beat me up. But not to like the whole me. world. Not to the world. Right. right, that's true. It was just one-on-one. It's, you know, we're, pay no attention. It's whatever, 35,000 podcasters. out yeah. are <laughs> listening to us every week. I'm it's really no big curious. It would
4: have been nice to see what your new cold brewing system...
1: I'm actually thinking about buying another one so I can have two going, one at the store and one at home, and just bounce them back and forth.
4: Jonathan, I just showed Michael. You know, you put a cup of coffee down it. Now, that's been sitting there for about an hour. There's a little bit left in the bottom. Now, when you pick it up and you tip it, it's all black on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. You notice there's nothing in that coffee? Nothing. It was clear. It was, you could still drink it. Oh, no sediment went to the bottom. It's unbelievable. It was tremendous. Yeah. You may want to look into this cold brewing system. It's oh. the hourglass. It's
1: phenomenal. I think, uh, and, and I know somebody
3: bit. else here. Go, Mike Mikey got it too. So I got to check
1: into that. He actually gets uh, he gets a little bit of indigestion when he drinks coffee. He was trying to find a solution because he loves coffee, but he doesn't like having you know, explosive diarrhea later. So he wanted. Uh, <laughs> What's the matter with you? He, <laughs> that's the only why, reason why I that's drink why David it, David. You miss
3: that? What's the matter? <laughs> He's not old enough now the, uh, to the,
1: appreciate the, that. the The coffee comes out at like 67 percent less acid. It's sweeter. David thought I infused the coffee with cocoa and it was just regular. Just Yeah. There was, and I drink my coffee, coffee black
3: with no cream in it. And he says, What are you thinking? I said, You flavored it or you did something. I opened the, the lid to see, to look inside if there was cream inside. And I'm like, It's creamy. It's sweet.
1: There's
3: it was, nothing was, added and it, here. And yeah. And it
1: was black.
4: You're right. It was delicious. And, so. yes, I am drinking it black. Nice. I, I know my very first time you had me on. Yeah, that's I, right. Uh, I have to say, I put, you're, I put cream in the coffee. You are actually and... pretty easy to tease and get you to change your
1: wig, <laughs> so <what? laughs> For a big guy, right? You're, <laughs> you're relentless.
4: <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd forget, but you don't.
1: Never, never.
4: You, you don't forget. To... Oh,
1: that's awesome.
3: So, uh, yeah, when you say you go all in, you certainly go all in. The next cigar we're going to smoke is the regular series. What are we going to taste different on that than what we're smoking now?
4: Well, the, uh, the original series has a uh, Habano Viso wrapper. Uh, there's plenty of cigars out there. I know Perdomo, Nick Perdomo uses a Habano wrapper on some of the cigars. I think Nub has a Habano wrapper. They do, That's yeah. Habano Viso. And that one there was made, we made that a little differently. That was my entry cigar. Uh, little pepper and spice on the first inch of the cigar but that just dissipates and blends in and it's a medium the body uh medium i'd say medium strength i like it more to
1: like a a dentine gum i used to chew it as a kid how it has that aggressive cinnamon but it's sweet it's not a it's not aggressive in a bad way but it just right on the tip of your tongue boom cinnamon spice right there and then following that as you as you exhale just the slightest hint of like a white pepper, just a little bit of a little bit of it's bit grazing. Subtle. There. I mean it,
4: it it does. It blends in and it goes it's away initially. I never thought of that, but, yeah, you're right. That is probably a good analogy. Dentine is explosive when you put it in. Right. Then it's a bit, yeah. And this was the opposite. This was uh, started off
3: mild. It's building building as it's going through. Uh, Give us a scoop. What is the next
4: thing coming out? We need new things. You must have something on the horizon. Well, one I told you about and one I haven't even told you about, but uh, the, the first one, uh we've come out with the it's going to be called the grotto silk the one part of the industry the uh industry that i'm missing out on and it happened in the seabrook store people the people would come in and say gee i really want something mild medium i just didn't have a cigar to build yeah. that now we had medium medium full uh the next cigar is going to be a connecticut shade wrapper grown in ecuador uh it's been very very popular sure. a lot of companies have done this recently um uh, Five blends of tobacco in there. We've got a double binder on this cigar. Uh, We've got an Indonesian binder as well. We've got a Criollo 98 binder. Uh, We've got a little bit of Honduran and Nicaraguan blends in there. It's, It's tremendous smoke. Very flavorful, but yet yeah, two miles ago. That'll be out in time for the trade show, you think? Uh, I've, got, uh, I've got about 20,000 of them coming in on Tuesday. Oh. Not only not only will it be out for the trade show. I think we're going to release it end of June. It'll be just about the last week of June.
3: So All right, that. we need a sample of that so we can try that it on the we'll show. And, beautiful, beautiful. And Mr.
1: Jonathan's coffee, yes? Absolutely. So uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about how Two Cigars a Day keeps the doctor away. And we're going to talk about David's trip to New York and his visit to Davidoff, USA. We've got that and lots more. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh?
4: It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two
1: Guys Rock!
3: Cigar Selection. Again,
4: the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire, or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stokey
3: heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take
1: a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott and Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a Mo. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time.
0: Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste.
3: One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor
0: and taste. The United Cigar Natural.
3: Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. Within your face flavor, United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both. 15, 10! 15, 10!
2: 15, 10! 15,
5: 10! 15, 10! WWZN Boston.
0: This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Terry! Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. gotta see some serious f- Awesome. Oh. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy.
4: I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And
0: Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have
2: here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life.
3: Who wants to have some fun? guys smoke shop Salem, New Hampshire. We're running a promotion today with Jake Grado cigars. Uh, Paul Joyal is here promoting his cigar. If you want to come by and say hi to Paul, it's a uh, boutique brand that's getting all the rage right now out of Rhode Island,
1: of all places. For our affiliates in Rhode Island listening, swing by, pick up a cigar, and check out the shop, and also check out the liquor store. Yeah. It's unbelievable.
3: Absolutely. And uh, if you want to come by, we're exit one off Route 93. Take uh, right at the end of the exit. We're about a mile down on the right-hand side. You can't miss us. Uh, 2 Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. We're live today. And um, uh, who's the affiliates uh, listening right now?
1: We have WWZN AM 1510, the revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, the game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. We've got the Cigar Station at CigarStation.com Twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. We are uh, we are streaming live via video on thecigarauthority.com. Just push the button and podcast it for your downloading and listening convenience. On the CigarAuthority.com and iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. It is Memorial Day weekend, and
3: normally this uh, marks the beginning and the start of summer. And it is summer out there. It's about 90 degrees, hot and humid, and uh, it's prom day. It's prom day. day. In my house today. Uh, big prom for my daughter, and we have uh, like uh, 20 couples or something coming over with all their parents. As soon as the show is over, I
1: am bolting. Going over there, and uh, I noticed you're dressed. uh, First time I've seen you in the shop, but out of uniform because you are ready to go in and be a host in your home.
3: Yeah, some of the parents maybe not know I'm the cigar guy or whatever, and who knows it's children. And I don't want to get into the confrontation of Do you know what? you do you sell tobacco products you evil evil person <laughs> um, it's not true it's um, i'm here to help people and make people live longer and healthier lives Because uh, that's what we do because that's what we do and that's what premium cigars do and we're going to get into that today because that's an important thing that we're doing but uh... happy that the summer is here it's officially not till june twentieth or twenty-first when summer starts but we look at it as memorial day to labor day right so this is the sweet spot for cigar smoking In the Northeast, that's for sure. It's going to begin um, right now, and Mr. Jonathan takes over the Seabrook store tomorrow. Tomorrow. And these are the numbers. These are the numbers. This is what pays the bills. This is the important part of the thing. So uh, not that there should be any stress put on you or anything, but it's do or die. If you fail, you could crumble the whole company down. So don't mess up. I'll try not to. I've got a
1: crack staff over there. Those guys are very sharp. They are good. Very sharp. They know their stuff. They know their stuff. They're friendly. They're good guys. And they uh, are are,
3: um, professionals. They actually hold the paperwork as professionals, right? That's correct. I've got a lot to learn from those guys. That's it. this is the first
1: Jay Grotto. Taking my last puff here of the Reserva.
3: The Reserva's good. I like it. It built up in power, but it didn't build up to any any um, full strength or no. full-bodied. Uh, it went from medium to medium plus, maybe I would say.
1: Um, and that's really more of your sissy palate. I would say a man's palate would be like that's just a medium cigar right there. It was building though. As it went on, it went all the way to the band. The first band removed it, went to the second band. Good, and, State, I, would, and I would like to.
3: I would like State to continue media. to go, but uh, I, I didn't because uh, we ran out of time because um, I don't know what size it was that we smoked, but uh, the whole hour. Yeah. So um, I would say for me to finish that cigar is going to take me about an hour 20. Yeah, easily. Um, his cigars range in the uh, 7 to $9 range. Yep.
1: 7, Seven on the red box and uh, 9 ish on the uh, black box. Yeah. And uh, this
3: was the, the first one he came out he, with the huge success he got on it. He decided to add to it and go with the Reserva line. And now he's going to add to it and do the Silk version. I wonder if there will be like a Silk band on it or anything Ooh. like that. Like uh, Second Growth? The Silk band was actually the first band applied to any cigar ever. Queen
1: Victoria, maybe? did not like to get the tobacco on her actual hand. She wanted something to be able to hold the cigar and not get her hand dirty. So they put a silk band on it, correct? And she was it was Queen Victoria. Okay. We learned that on show number three, folks. Really? Which I believe is still three. in the uh, it's in the podcast for sh- no, it isn't. We weren't podcasting then. It's in the <sighs> videos all the way back. I think we saved the first five. We could we could show probably number, grab the audio from that show video. number three. You know, every once in a
3: while I go back to one of the old shows just to listen. Yeah. And not that we got good. But
1: we you actually got, don't. We got better. <laughs> don't don't go back and listen to <laughs> <your>
3: the <notes again. laughs> show.
1: You just learned everything you were going to learn. Right. It, it was very, um, I was very stressed out each time and every time. And Tommy Grillo never let you get a word in edgewise. He did all the talking. It was good because I didn't know what to say, and it was very. uh... And you were so stressed out, every single word that came out of your mouth or every other word was, uh, right. Uh... (laughs) There was very little pausing
3: going on Uh... because I was told that you couldn't have dead air. So, not having dead air would be to think of the next thing you were going to say while you were saying what you were saying. No pausing in between. And the The reality is, a little dead air is good. They say it's not. But well, I don't listen to them. We have dead ear like, at, at points like this one. We're lighting a cigar because we actually light the cigar and we smoke We actually light it. So, so, you know, some people will say, uh, yeah, you know, it's the Cigar Authority show, but you're always doing it at your cigar store. We're doing it at a cigar store because we have to do it in a cigar store because it's the
1: only place you can smoke. And we've, we've done it at other shops, and, yeah, we'll do it at other shops. The issue we run into is it's expensive to put the show on, Just getting the wiring that we need to do the show, uh, it's expensive. And so not all the shops want to do the added expense so that we can broadcast from the shop. Because we would do it. It's fine. We did it outside a couple of times, but today wouldn't work because it's too damn hot out there. Friday.
3: Friday we're going outside. Right. Friday we're going to do the CAMH, Cigar Association of New Hampshire, uh, first annual golf tournament. And I would say it is going to be the first annual golf tournament because it's sold out of 144 golfers like a switch. I mean, it just happened immediately. Uh, 20 different cigars the folks are going to get. Uh, all the, the players are going to uh, show up, the, the manufacturers, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Looking forward to it this Friday. If you're looking to go, unfortunately, as I said, it sold out like crazy. Uh, next year, because it sold out so quick, next year we're going to Chuck needs a light here. It's fun. It's Got fine. it? Um, next year we're going to double it up. We're going to have um, a giant golf course or something that can handle uh, 288 golfers. Nice. I don't know nice. anything about golf, and I plan on driving around and drinking.
1: Drinking and driving. Where you, can, The only place you can drink and drive nowadays is the golf course. Nice. I can't tell True. you how many golf courses I've been thrown out of for uh, trying to do donuts in the golf cart. They really frown on that. Or seeing if you can go fast enough down the hill to jump over the the sand trap. Bad. That's bad. It's bad. What, are the, what are the hours for next week on Friday? I don't know. I think 8 o'clock was supposed to be there,
3: 8 a.m.
0: To be there at 8? Yeah. So 7.30. Yeah, 6. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't have the details. I'll get it to you. Uh, where to go? I don't even know where it is. Or
1: I think anything.
0: it's in Amherst at the Country Club. Last I looked. That was a few weeks ago. Yeah. So sure. I'll, I'll confirm that.
1: Okay. Chuck is on it because I don't have that kind of time anymore. Yeah. I'm
0: 40 hours by Tuesday. Where were you on Wednesday?
1: Wednesday, I. Uh, <laughs> this week... I haven't even done the math, but I'm definitely in the nineties by now. So you maybe get to the triple digits. Wouldn't that be fun? It's been a it's been uh, tried before but not accomplished very much at all. Somebody said, Oh my god, I can't believe that you're 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 doing that. You must be mad or you must be put out by it or it must be terrible and I'm like, I've never had more fun in my entire life. I get to do what I want to do all day long, which is you. smoke cigars, and I love interacting with people. So I get to do that all day, and then at night I still am teaching my swing, and I'm still DJing my couple of gigs I have. I'm still doing the parkour thing. I get to do what I want all day long. Moving mountains. The only thing that stops me there is at some point Making mountains move. I have to sleep, which wasn't easy the first couple of days. I was so juiced up that I was laying there going over the POS system in my head unable to shut it off, usually watching TV or I'll put on, like, old episodes of The Fall Guy and just, like, go to sleep. Guy. You know what I had to switch to? I had to switch to the number one show watched in all of Cigar Source. How things are made. How it's made. How it's made. Oh, great show. It shut it off, finally. There was so much intricate detail on. there is so much in that show that I finally got my brain to lock into something other than Two Guys Smoke Shop POS. Wouldn't it be something if it house of are made? Oh, no. You know, would have been, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta, really got like five hours sleep the first couple of nights, and I finally got it up to seven. Uh, and seven's my magic number. I can function on seven. David needs eight. I do. Which makes me one hour better than him. Yeah. But I'm older than you, so it's a lot of one hours to catch up to me. Oh, this is a lifetime contest? Is it like the Facebook it's contest? It's lifetime. I double the amount ends. of friends you got this month. Already, and the monster do you, you don't have. Do
3: you have 10% more than me? No. You do not have 300. 300 more? out of 35,000. Oh, 3,500. 3,500. <laughs> Seven 5, million 000. years.
1: <laughs> Seven million years. Ah, that may be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with it anyways. Um, so you went, I, I knew about the Davidoff trip, and, and we've talked about the Davidoff trip, you and I, but I, what happened in New York? Yeah. Uh, I went to a play with my wife and daughter. We Whose went,
0: idea was that, by the way?
3: Was well, that yours? It was an interesting idea because they said, do you want to come with us uh, to a play in, which is absurd, the answer would be no, of course, but uh, I tried something. They said, do you want to come to us or a play in, in New York uh, on Sunday would have to leave on Saturday after the show and I said, Sure, if you want me to go, I'll go not even knowing what it was or anything like that. And they both went panic uh, panicking. No. So I didn't say anything. And then another day passed and I said, Hey, what about that New York trip? When do we go? What are we do? And they said, You wanna go? You know, not with a question mark? Yeah, I said if if you want me to go, I'll go. And then I was, Well, we already have our tickets. And I said, oh, so you were just trying to be nice, asking me if I want to go. But the truth is, you you know, you knew I was going to say no. No, if you want to go, we'll get you a ticket. And I said, and to sit by myself, away from you guys, I said, it's okay. I just want to let you know that I know.
1: That that was not genuine. No, secretly, yeah. they're they're not listening. They're too busy working on prom stuff right yeah. now. So, <laughs> secretly, were you playing a game? You didn't really want to go, and you knew. Of that course, I were... didn't want to go. <laughs> that was no the secret. best. It's no secret.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's no secret. They may, they knew I was going to say no, but I just threw the monkey wrench into the into the thing, and uh, they were on the computer and they mess and they said we got your ticket. I said I'm not sitting by myself, and they said no, it's just across the aisle from us. Blah blah blah. And I said, whatever, whatever you want to do, and uh, they scrambled, they got it together. And it, interesting, the, um, the play was um, how to succeed in business without even trying, with, real, with not really trying, something like that. Um, and the reason why they were going to see it, it was one of the Jonas Brothers was the lead in the, in the play. So that's why they were going to see it. How to succeed in business? Wow, well, I'm I'm actually interested. Uh, which is a pretty interesting um, uh, uh, play that it has to do with uh, coincidences that happen and why he succeeds without even trying and stuff. And it was pretty good. But I sit down and who sits beside me? The Jonas Brothers father. Shut and, up. Yep, the father, what? the the do- wife, the. Uh, younger kid, and I don't know if it was the grandfather or whoever it was, and they happen to sit with me, and I see my daughter and uh, wife looking across, and they're like,
2: "Oh my God, he's sitting with the,
3: you know, with, with the guy and stuff." But it was the play was good. The place was jam packed with teenage girls. Um, which the um, the other actors in the play must have been like, what the heck is going on here? Right. The, yeah. you know, uh, we
1: had 35 people before we signed this kid up. <laughs> right. No, right. 3,
3: and the place is jam-packed, and every time the kids spoke, everybody's going crazy and stuff. But it was pretty good anyway, but we we stayed at the Trump, um, which is the most
1: overpriced thing you ever saw. In the, you you know. stayed at the Trump Hotel. Yeah. All right, so this is interesting because in the Seabrook store, you kind of have a reputation for being a little bit of an exaggerator. So when the, the Facebook picture came on, they were like, he's not at the Trump thing. He's staying at some other place, and he's just pretending like he's at the Trump. No, but remember, my wife and daughter had booked everything in advance on your credit card. Right. So they just went,
3: they, go, they stay at the Trump, and they they live large, man. They live like I want to. <laughs> but I'm too busy earning the money so that they can live the way they're living. they, they got a good, good racket going, let me tell you. Nice. So uh, no, this was. Uh, so the Trump Hotel's overpriced. Good yeah. service. Very nice. You you walk in and. You- you hit the, the switch on the thing and the choices are uh i don't know if it was daytime nighttime or whatever it says on the thing and boom the curtains open up and boing, the lights go on the tv goes on hello mr garofalo comes on the
1: tv um really oh yeah white gloves on the waiters and everything like that kind of place yeah very well done and stuff you can call down to the concierge because you have your own and you go uh, there's a wrinkle on the bed spread like this one burned and there are, there are no wrinkles one. or anything like that, but it, it, it's never as good as it is the price, right. you know. But
3: it's, it's it's all but everything in New York was ridiculously priced. Everything is. I don't know how a regular person could actually make a living working there and being able to handle it's the prices. It's a very
1: expensive proposition.
3: So, you, if you got paid 50% more than everybody else living in New York City, you'll, you'll lose more than 50% of it because you're paying probably 100% more on every single thing. I mean, everything was just to absurd prices, including the cigars because we were at um, whatever circle they call that where, where the hotel is. The Davidoff store is there, so obviously I have to check it out. Yeah. Nice. Um, you know, the 75% tax Seventy five percent tax on a twenty dollar cigar over unbelievable. And worse than that is is that's the state tax, but there's also city tax. And then there's uh, sales tax on top of that. So I think it was Paul Rivera. Who was it? that uh, taxation without representation. Without no representation. And, and the tea party that that uh, they threw the tea in the water here in Boston that, um, you know, there was no double taxation. Yeah. There's double, triple, quadruple taxation that's going on in there. Absurd. Actually, in a hotel, the same thing. The hotel tax and the city tax and this tax and this tax. So the absurd amount that you're paying, plus add all this stuff onto it. And the taxes are all percentage-based, so it's yeah. absurd. Uh, Oh, at a
1: third percentage. Unbelievable. Yeah. Crazy, crazy prices and stuff. Speaking uh, of wives, what do we do every Saturday from 12 to 2? Do a radio show. 12 every, to 2. Every Saturday. Yeah. Why would my wife call me at 1 o'clock between the hours of 12 to 2? Because <laughs> she doesn't know you do that. Are you she, in the big bed yet? She knows, no. No? Not back in the big? Still? Yeah. Still sleeping in the guest room. <laughs> okay. You are looking to... better, though. <laughs>
3: She's I don't know about that. There's a phone call there you just didn't take. You're supposed to take that call, no?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take it on the radio. Hey, baby. Uh, could you <laughs> patch it in so we could hear this? Could you? Oh, that'd be I don't good. know if I could you're get on her the language radio. to be oh, radio approved.
3: You say to him, oh, honey, uh, by the way, uh, I'm on the radio. You're live on the radio. I just have to let you know because there's an FCC thing about that. But you're calling me, and I'm obviously on. You're not listening, so you don't know that. Or nor do you know. Have uh, her call the call number. I could, I could call her, uh. Have her call the call in number I mean, right now. Yeah. All right. Text her. this, this could be interesting. Debbie, this could take this into... Call the number.
5: Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna text her.
3: Yeah, say, uh, I'm on the radio right now. Uh, here's the the call in number. Call the station. Can we do that even of though course. yeah and um, let's talk on the air if, it, if, if it, we're the cigar authority, we can yeah. do anything. If this is um if this is a uh, important thing then you have to get a hold of me, obviously. Uh because she didn't just text you and say, give me a call when you get done. She called you. I heard your phone
1: ring, and I didn't bring it up, but right. it was actually her. It was her. This could be interesting, folks. You might want to stick around for this. Yes. I just texted her, call me right now. <laughs> At this number. This All could right. be This could be good. So, Mike, in the back end there, just be ready for uh, Mrs. Jonathan to call. So, I did the New York trip. Uh, Drove in on Saturday,
3: stayed Saturday night, went to the play Sunday. After the play was over, hung around for a little bit, then drove back at home at 1 o'clock in the morning. Came back to the store, did what I had to do, then flew out the next morning to um, Florida to the Davidoff Advisory Board, which uh, I kind of liked it because I really appreciate um, the folks at Davidoff. Um, care what the retailer thinks, hmm. for them to bring a group of retailers in and ask their opinion, um, not on the blend of cigars and things like that, but what can we do to help the retailer, uh,
1: very, very important things are changing around there to, to the good. And well, uh, imagine uh, they are your customers, and that I mean, no, you are they, their customers, yes. and they want to know what their customer thinks. They're going to, Well, the, this is very different to the first time a cigar company is going to perform customer service to their customer.
3: So we can perform better customer service to us. At least it's in the right direction. I'm, I'm liking where it goes. Jim Young is over there. He's the new president of Davidoff. And and he's uh, a player. He was the president of Guinness. He was the president of Seagram's. So he, he knows what to do, apparently. And, uh, listen, he was uh, all he is. Paying attention to what was said, uh, he went up and did a presentation, and his people did. And then, okay, what do you think? And what can we do to help you help us? And blah, 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 blah. And uh, he may not have heard 100% of everything that he wanted to hear, but he wanted to hear everything. And uh, it was coming from all directions. And uh, very good. I, I certainly didn't hold back. And uh, now the proof is in the pudding. They heard what they had to here now? Do they, do they, do, are they just listening? Or are they gonna make make moves? My belief is they're gonna make moves, but we'll see. And uh, something comes out, I'll give you a little wink when something comes out that maybe I did. I hope. All right. I hope. All right. Uh, but I certainly gave it to him double barrel. I told him everything uh, that was that, that I that I had thought anyway uh no response from the wife nothing i think she's chicken chicken how do you make a chicken sound i may have to uh poke her just a little bit that's all right if she don't want to do it i I think she's called in oh oh snap make sure she knows she's on the radio not to say
1: not to talk to you the normal way she does yeah Yeah. so uh (laughs) i believe we have a caller on the line is this mrs jonathan Hello? Nothing. Mrs. Jonathan.
3: Debbie. Maybe she doesn't answer to Mrs. Jonathan. She does it at home? Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, apparently she hung up. She said to text her if you wanted to call on the air. She'll call us back.
1: Call now.
0: <laughs> Why'd uh, she hang up?
1: Chicken. Smoking the Jay Grotto. What, what, you know what I found interesting is smoking these two back-to-back, because the last time I smoked them, I smoked them the other way. I went red, then black. Yeah. And going black to red, it's as if the black the red cigar took off where the black one ended and continued the journey. So in the direction that the Reserva was heading, wherever it was going, yeah, then this one starts off where that one was ending and then continues the journey. Flavor-wise. Is this the way to go or the other ways to go? I think this is the way to go. Okay. So uh,
3: this would be, you start with the Reserva, start with the the Reserva, and go to the the regular line. That's the way to do so. Paul Joyle, I I recommend, actually, you buy
1: at least, you buy both of them, and that's the way you do it. Paul, what I recommend doing now is taking the Reserva and smoking it all the way up to the second band and lighting up the regular line because it it starts off where that Reserva ends. The journey continues, my man. The journey continues. This is your new sales pitch now. You're going to be selling double sticks all day that way. Why buy one when you can buy both?
3: Continue the journey. And uh, Mrs. Jonathan's online. I think we got her. Oh, here we go.
1: Mrs. Jonathan.
5: Hello, Jonathan.
1: Hey. Hello, Jonathan. You must have me confused (laughs) with someone else. (laughs)
5: Well, I just heard for a second that you're talking about The Journey Continues. Yes. The Journey right, Continues. I'm going to get a tattoo that says Joy is in the Journey.
1: Wow. And then I could get one maybe on my forehead that says The Journey Continues?
5: Yeah. Well, I'm going to get it on my foot, but I'm going to say capital J, capital O, small U-R-N-E, capital Y. See, Joy is literally in the Journey. Ah, oh, nice.
1: there you go. You could write a book about that. You should
3: I think take I up-
5: should. You should yes. take up writing. I'll try to do it by next Valentine's
1: Day. Speaking of writing, uh, how are book sales going?
5: They're going quite well, thank you.
1: Yeah, do you have a number?
5: No, you know I don't like to. I don't like to.
1: She refuses to find out the number. She won't even find out and write it on a piece of paper for me and then forget it. Well, we just
3: have to make the New York Times bestseller list, and then the, it's out there for everybody to see. I guess that's the way we're
1: going to have to do it. So how do we do it? to... Explain the book. How do you get the book? What is it? We've got uh, Searching for Julia Stone. Is that right? Why don't you do it? You, you know the book better than I do since no, you read it. No, I
5: love listening. Your voice is so sexy when you talk about my book.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this will get me into the big boy bed finally. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jonathan was very concerned that he got a phone call while he was on the air, and uh, it seemed to bother him a bit that... Um, you didn't know he was actually on the air, so uh, we thought we'd just get you uh, to call direct, and hopefully this isn't uh, something everybody in the world can't hear, but
1: that's what yeah, we're Yeah, what, ho- what's I the emergency?
5: No, no, it, I, just, I, I just left you a nice message. That's oh, all. all right. I, I, I lost track of the time, actually. I wasn't really paying attention to the time, so I just left you a nice message so you can get that later.
1: Sweet. So it actually is a nice message.
5: It actually so, is.
1: You know, so, my wife. Can we all? Mic. Can we all hear this message? No, oh,
3: I don't know. I don't know.
1: My my wife has. You been, wouldn't dear, just just run it without listening to it. I don't know. Can yeah. I, I don't even want to ask. No, no. I'll just I listen to it off the air. Yeah, let's
5: pretend it's that good that you can't that it you know that you can't play it.
1: All right. all right. All right.
5: Well, enjoy your show. I'll talk to you later.
1: Well, thanks for having the guts to call in.
5: Okay. All, all right. Bye
1: bye searching for julia stone she's the author of it she is the author and apparently book sales are going well although i don't know what you're comparing it to when you just say well but uh well it's selling and uh it's a story about you most of the sales that we got on that book from our events at two guys were from seabrook Mm -hmm. and i hear from the people coming in when they put two and two together that that was my wife telling me how good the book was and suggesting that i read it which i still haven't got past the first chapter because all of a sudden his clothes are off it was horrifying i'm (laughs) like i'm not reading this i lived it yeah so that's it maybe it sounds even better than it really was maybe i don't know no it's pretty close i mean it's yeah it's pretty close well you should read it you should read it anyway um Should we we get into it?
3: We should take a break.
1: Let's take a break, and we're going to come back with two cigars a day, Keep the Doctor Away, also known as Monograph Number Number Nine. Nine. We got birthdays, and we got new cigars hitting the
3: shelves. We got lots of events. Well, because it's an interesting birthday group we have All here. right. So so that and lots more. We have uh, Jay Grotto Cigars here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, and Paul Joyle's here. And it's Memorial Day weekend. Come on by. Stock up on cigars.
1: Meet Paul. Why smoke party one, one? When you could smoke them both. The journey continues, and there's joy and journey. And there's joy and Joils. So come on down and <laughs> smoke a Joyle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: Oh, yeah, so smooth. And, oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah.
2: Hotline, how can I help you?
1: Hi, this is Jonathan.
2: Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous.
1: What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it.
2: That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something
1: different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh?
2: I guess so, Jonathan, but
1: just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal.
2: It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it?
1: You're right, but... But
2: nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel.
1: Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal.
2: No, cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan.
0: Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro,
3: except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends.
0: We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new equilibrium cigars. Mm -mm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new well-balanced equilibrium cigars. Next let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana think of the new, well-balanced and medium-bodied taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm -hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new medium-bodied, tasty and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars?
1: Smoke it once and you'll be back. Mm. How about this
0: monster over here? What does he think of the new medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium Cigars? You're incorrigible. Equilibrium Cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy.
3: Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Jay Grotto Day. Paul Joyle is here, and uh, we're tasting the Jay Grotto cigars. We started first with the Reserva.
1: Now we're going on to, for the lack of a better word, the regular line. Yeah, and I, what, and actually, I was just having a conversation with Paul, and uh, he considers me his personal think tank. And he's going to redo. <laughs> You're in
3: big trouble, Paul. He, big big trouble with that. He's going to redo
1: all of his advertisement based on the journey continues when he comes out with the Silk line. I'm just gonna say, you heard it here first, folks. So when you see those big ads, and uh, when you hear Paul advertising on the Cigar Authority, which I'm gonna make happen, <laughs> uh, that'll be part of the branding. Well, according to the National Cancer Institute, not the American Tobacco Institute, I'm noticing, it, the American Cancer. So this's gotta be Institute. bad. But this is this
3: is information. It's called Monograph Number Nine. So you hear this, this thing came out, and uh, the National Cancer Institute is going to talk about cigars. <clears throat> so you, you kind of bite your lip, and you read it. Mm. You know, How bad is this going to be? What are they going to say about it? Is this going to hurt business, or what's going to happen? Here's what they their conclusion. People who smoke two cigars or less per day have no increase in overall mortality than a non-smoker. Actually... Quite the opposite. It actually extends your life slightly. By an average of four years. That's considerable. This is better. You're going to live longer and have less of a chance of lung cancer, oral cancer, larynx cancer, esophagus cancer, bladder cancer, among others that I can't even pronounce. Like larynx?
1: Which is one of the words he read over. Is this over.
0: report publisher? People want want to it know is. where it they is. where they can read this.
1: Yes. So Google um, monograph number monograph
3: nine. number nine,
1: National Cancer
3: Institute monograph number nine. It's very very deep inside. It
1: you know you go to it. I wish I had the exact thing of it because it's so so long. That it's it's actually tough. They buried some of the results in there with with all this extra verbiage that was unnecessary to try to hide the fact that specifically cigars actually improve your quality of life rather than hurt it in any way.
3: And you can understand why. I can understand why, because I've been in the business for 27 years. So you would think of the thousands and thousands of customers I've seen over time and myself, you know, smoking, and you know what? I'm over the two cigars a day, that's for sure. But it relaxes me. Mm -hmm. It relaxes the customer. They're stressed out. The number one killer is stress. So you take this Cigar, you light it, and the stress drops. So at the end of a a stressful day, you sit down, you relax, you light a cigar, and and that's what ends up happening. And you live a little longer because the stress is. You know, if you can turn a switch, this is the switch you turn. Right. So anything in in not in moderation. Anything, including water. If you drink so much water, you'll drown. It's not good for you. To a certain degree. Well, they have figured out, they have figured out at the National Cancer Institute, that a couple of cigars is actually the balancing point. You have two a day, you're okay, it's improving things. You start getting deeper, now you're starting to have too many. Moderation. Yeah, so moderation is going to be the key. Two a day, 14 a week, a box a month. You're fine? Yeah. You're more than fine. You're more than fine. You're better. If you have a yeah. pet, you increase your life expectancy a little more. You have really? a pet and you smoke That's right. House. I might live forever. Dean Martin. That's the plan. Dean That's Martin. It's a
1: dog name. Dean Martin. Dean Martin.
3: Awesome. It's a dog, uh, which we're going to put him in the cage today because so many people are coming over and he jumps in the pool and then he splashes himself and they're all dressed up to the nines today yeah. for the prom. Yeah. So. What kind of dog? Uh, what so, is he? A chocolate uh, lab. Yeah. So, the, yeah, loves swimming. So uh, yeah, my wife said he's gonna have to go in. Isn't he like a hundred? Hundred what? Years old? No, he, he's old for a uh, for his age because we overfeed him and all that stuff. But I don't know. He's what around
1: the, cigar smoke, so he'll yeah, live longer. he's probably
3: eight years old or something like that. He's not old. Um. So, anyway, uh, knowing that this um, monograph number nine existed and, and looking into it, and we were actually talking about it at the, at the Davidoff uh, board uh, this week, um, it was interesting when I got back and I got the email from you that uh, Mark Misozi, an MD, a PhD, and a scientist, uh, is launching the Insider's Health newsletter this summer. And an article on the truth about smoking will be uh, the issue in the special report that he's putting out. Uh, He shared us a a pre-publication copy of the final report
1: to us and plans on coming on the show June, July? July 7th. July 7th. And he's going to give us a post-pre-publication, which will be the pre-publication of the post-post-publication. Yeah. So we'll have that before he's on. But this is like, you
3: know, somebody else digging deep, deep, deep into it because... People classify smoking as smoking, and that's smoking. Cigar smoking, it, we have to separate ourselves. We have to be different than that because it is very, very different. It's not, it's not apples and oranges. It's apples and tennis balls or right. something.
1: Very interesting. People in this area are a little bit more educated about the, um, the value of smoking cigars specifically. And I can tell you a quick story. I was DJing for the American Cancer Institute's Relay for Life. Uh, right up the road in Salem, New Hampshire, and the guy gets up, and every time he said a tagline from his speech, everybody clapped until he said, and fight tobacco, there were so many cigar smokers in the audience, dead silence. He actually said on the microphone, wow, I usually get a better response than that, and just continued with his speech, but I thought that was very interesting.
4: World's
3: waking up. We're not the enemy. We're not the enemy. We're here to help people and relax people, and this is an enjoyable type thing. You know if you never had a cigar before you, you happen to be uh twisting the dial and listening in and you don't know anything about cigars and stuff. Premium cigars are a whole different thing and you owe it to yourself to have a glass of red wine and have yourself a cigar, calm down, relax, enjoy your life and prolong your life and take some stress out and enjoy yourself and go into a brick and mortar cigar store and talk to the people that work there and have them recommend something and take you around and learn what premium cigars are all about. It's not what you think it is. It's not what what the media tells you that smoking is smoking, and that's that. It's a very, very different thing. It's very
1: enjoyable, and uh, calms me down. Certainly does. I've yep. seen you at the uh, the top of your game when it comes to stress, and uh, you light up something nice hey, and, uh, just calm down, relax, and enjoy yourself. It helped me get through this past week.
3: Hmm. Certainly did. And, and what are you doing, by the way? Uh, you know, the, the um, employees here at, at Two Guys. We Write anything we want, smoke anything
1: you you want. I, mean, I am like a kid in the candy store, bouncing around. Uh, the very first cigar that I had, which I'll remember forever, because this was the first cigar I had as an employee of Two Guys Smoke Shop, was Hammer and Sickle regular line. Hmm. I haven't had one in a while, and I'm walking around the store. I can have anything I want, and what do I want to smoke first? And I went right to the Hammer and Sickle. It's awesome because
3: you know what? Not that I worry about it because you want to smoke a Davidoff, smoke a Davidoff. You want to Padroni aniversario, smoke a Padroni aniversario. But if you just go to those high-end, top-of-the-line cigars, you you certainly miss. What cigars are all about uh you know and that goes for anything if you like filet mignon and you have filet mignon every single day loses its special yeah it's not going to be special to you and it's not going to uh after a while you're going to say yeah it's all right so the idea is to bounce around and and smoke different things and it's again the analogy of of smoking a cigarette it's so different cigar smokers a cigarette smoker will smoke Marlboro cigarettes, and that's what they're on forever and ever. Chuck, you are one of them, right? You smoke the same brand all the time, and this is what you did. Cigars. We, we smoke something different multiple times a day, yeah. and that's the enjoyment part of it. And interesting what we just did here. We smoke two different cigars. Even though the same brand name is on the cigar, these are very two different cigars, and it becomes a journey into into what it is. It's right. Real, very different uh, and we have a lot of
1: fun as far as blind tasting ourselves we started doing that a little bit uh the guys are excited about getting into that uh in seabrook so we're going to be doing more blind stuff which is my favorite game yeah. and i find that i get reminded about certain cigars that's the other thing that's happened you know you, you start talking to a customer about what they like and what they don't like and then you, you come up with a recommendation you bring them over and you tell them about the cigar and you realize geez i i want that cigar now So I light it up.
3: Um, So today, um, it is uh, Marion. How do you say that first name? Marion. Marion Mitchell Morrison. Any relation? No, but I know who that is. Who is that? Want me to say it? Yeah. Is that John Wayne? It's John Wayne. It's John Wayne's birthday today. Uh, He passed away in, in 1979, but he was born today In 1907, no relation at all, huh? No,
0: and I only know that because I mean that's you know as as having Morrison as your last name, there are famous ones out there. Yeah, Jim Morrison, Van Morrison, Marion, what's his middle name? Mitchell. Mitchell Morrison.
3: I wonder how he got John Wayne out of that.
0: That's like my father's favorite trivia. Yeah, you know he was always telling me as a kid because I was really into John Wayne movies as a kid. So,
3: so also today uh, celebrating his birthday would be uh, if he was alive would be Al Jolson. Do you know who Al Jolson was? Jolson, no. And I was surprised that Mr. Jonathan didn't know who he was either. Grandpa from the Munsons? No. The, what? the Munsters, I mean. No, that was Al Lewis. Close. But uh, Al Jolson was an American singer, comedian, and actor, uh, known as the world's greatest entertainer. Isn't he hmm. the guy that did the, the the blackface? Yes. What? He did blackface. He, you know, with the with the white lips
1: and mammy oh, and yeah, yeah, all yeah. those things. That's Al Jolson, which would not go over well today, which is interesting because the whole blackface thing, Al Jolson was known for uh, helping on the fight for bringing African Americans up to regular white Americans status, you know, freedom for everybody type of thing, all men created equal, he was big for that, and he used his blackface act Hmm. to help bring African American music to white audiences.
3: Uh, way back in the day. Born 1886, so this guy was a pioneer. Um, Miles Davis, jazz musician, oh, yeah. his birthday today. Uh, James Arness, do you know who he is? James Arness. He died actually last year. James Arness, uh, Gunsmoke. Ah. Marshall Dillon. Uh, Lots of cowboy
1: movies. Um, Stevie Nicks, the singer Stevie Nicks. Interesting thing about um, Marshall Dillon there, James Arnaz. Um, Johnny Cash would stand in front of the TV as a kid and try to outdraw James Arnaz. Yeah. That was his uh, his thing. He would go through that whole stick on uh, on stage. Um, Stevie Nicks I mentioned. Uh, she's from Fleetwood Mac. Leather and Lace.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, today is his birthday. Uh, that Monday Night Football guy, right? Monday yep. Night Football song. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, are you ready for some football? And uh, Bobcat Goldwaith. He's the um is oh, the guy comedian? The crazy voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah was
0: yeah. that an actor? Was that really his voice?
3: I don't know. I, think I don't that know. That was his his real voice. I hear from other comedians that know him that he is yeah. not a nice person. I hear negative stuff about him.
0: I hear that about like every comedian.
1: Yeah. They're weird dudes,
3: right?
5: Yeah,
1: Like, they're depressed.
3: There's they're a certain
1: there's a certain thing. Like, you get a certain high from performing, and you just can't get, get become miserable when you're not on stage. But you're only on stage for 20 minutes a week. Therefore, you're a miserable And you live person. and die
3: by that 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. Funny or die. That's it. Uh, we tried a comedian on the show. And... Uh, you had a lesson. What a show? One show. One
1: show. Wow, it was a nightmare. Chris Raymond's listening again. Chris... Raymond. She's one of my DJs, Danny's uh, mom. So that means Danny's listening. Hi, Danny. Hi, Chris. Hi, Big Dan. We Hi, have, Tim.
0: We have to have Rudy on for trivia again, because this guy is just, he's saying that it was an act. That it was not his real voice.
3: Oh, well, really? Man. Okay. Yeah, we got to get some um, U.S. history questions together so <laughs> so we can have the Canadian uh, Rudy and, and go up against them and, and lose. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully
1: Rudy reaches out to some of the Canadian servicemen and women today, even though this is an American holiday. It's never the wrong time, Rudy, to say thank you for your military. So do they have military in Canada? I the was mount, thinking that right? too. <laughs> The mounted police? They <laughs> most certainly do. Yeah? They most certainly do. They Canada go... gets our back on everything. So I don't know if they have a military, do they? Of course they have a military. What do you, do you think? Where their military? Well, yeah, we're watching their back. We watch their back and they watch our back. Their day is in November, but he says he's—he's. He's,
0: it's always a good day to thank a veteran.
1: Absolutely. That's Find right. Out someone is has been willing to. Because think about this. You come into your job. You're you're a producer. You're not putting your life on the line. That's not what you do to come in. These guys sign up. Mm-hmm. It's no yeah. draft now. They sign up knowing that at some point in their career they could go out and not come back. And they this get paid is their, crap. This get is their crap. job. And they gotta and they
3: gotta come back and start again. Yep. Man, it is a special person to do that. Thank you. Very special person to do that. Certainly not me. Jeez. Thank you. Um, New cigars coming out. Uh, We mentioned Rocky Patel earlier. Uh, Rocky Patel is coming out with a new Edge. Edge Cigar, which has been popular for years, um, they're making the Edge now in Nicaragua, the new Nicaraguan Edge by Rocky Patel. Major release coming to soap, smoke shops this summer. Waiting for some samples, Rocky. If you're listening, and I know you are, uh, send some samples. Um, I would say it's um, Rocky Patel's biggest seller is the Edge. It's lower price than his regular stuff. Um, a very, very popular. It came out in 2004. Made in Honduras, Um, um, they came out with Edge Light, they did did different things with Edge, Uh, but now they're coming with a new version, um, made in Nicaragua. So Nicaragua is is all the rage right now, so we'll look for that. Uh, Speaking of Nicaragua, Hoya de Nicaragua is about to introduce their new cigar, and uh, Dr. Cuenca um, is the owner of Hoya de Nicaragua, and uh, Jose Blanco, who used to be with Miami Cigar, left Miami Cigar and went with Toya um, de Nicaragua. Now they have a new uh, cigar coming out where they collaborated the two together. This will be very, very interesting because uh, uh, I, I appreciate both of them as uh, as cigar makers. Now here they are working together, Cuenca Blanco Cigar. Cuenca Y Blanco. Yeah, Cuenca Y Blanco. Y e Blanco. Y Blanco. Did <laughs> I say Y-E? Correct. Correct. Um, So, obviously,
1: they're they're attaching their name to it. I wonder if it's going to be a blonde cigar
3: playing off the name Blanco. I doubt it, because uh, knowing um, uh, Jose Blanco's taste profile, he likes the full-bodied stuff. So, it'll be interesting. Uh, Available in five classic sizes. So, uh, looks like regular sizes here. The um, release will be at the IPCPR trade show in August. um, Distributed through Drew Estates. And um, it does not say the type of wrapper or anything they're using here um, on what I have. Um, H-Fill of Tobacco, it doesn't say.
1: Uh, do, 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 very
3: flavorful smoke. I'm not getting any wrapper information. But uh, we uh, are urged, uh, they are urged to send us a
1: sample or six. <laughs>
3: We like Six. to smoke
1: three before to know if it's good, yeah. and then three on the show, and then you know it's good. Right. With the exception of Onyx, which we I got duped into smoking on the show, and <laughs> they, they paid the price. Well, I'm still paying the price. The, I can't get it out of the, my mind.
3: Actually, yeah, the key is three we need to do the show. Six would be the insurance policy, <laughs> which would be give us three in advance – As an insurance policy, because if it is not good, we will pass, and we won't beat it up. If you send us three, then we will give our honest opinion, and with no insurance behind it, could be damaging, and we
1: don't want to hurt anybody. So buy the insurance. Buy the insurance. I had my first uh, fun little run-in with someone I've been talking to via text, and on Facebook, my... uh Facebook friend Clint Aaron from 626 was he in was Seabrook. Tough. And he came up to see me, too. got together. a cigar I, together. I get the, he hands me a, a cigar, and I'm smoking it, and he says his name is Clint, introduces himself. And I look at the band, its ideology, and I go, hmm. Clint Aaron? And he says, yeah. And I go, Mr. Jonathan? Oh, my God. And the Did hugs you hug and you the, hug you? Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Cool. Oh, man, we talked about, talked about our, our mutual friend, Sam Brunt. It was a cigar roller down in Florida and uh it was good. Another birthday by the way,
0: from uh Charlie down in Tennessee. Golden Gate Bridge turns seventy five tomorrow. The Happy golden Gate Bridge. Bridge. to the
3: Golden Gate Bridge. I've never crossed it, have you? I have. You've been across the whole country with the with the Patriots, right? You've been yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that's the best that's the best part. Did you end up going overseas? They did it in yeah. uh what was it? Uh it was in London. Yeah, you we went, went back a... this year as well. Oh no kidding. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Wow. Take. How's the patch looking? I
1: don't know.
3: Any any news on the broadcast information?
1: Uh, no, but I will keep you posted. Actually. Okay, that okay. means yes, and he's not allowed to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay, giving us right because right you game. can't see him on no. that, behind the camera. He's <laughs> going like this.
3: Okay, he's he's got the inside information does, on the pro football, and scene. he's very
1: good about not sharing it. Jerk. Yeah. I'm like some people we know. Hey, if it's good for radio, it's good for radio. I love it. What are they? What are, what are we going to do? Fire me? No.
3: Come on. Well, we mentioned uh, this Friday we're going to get together. I have no information on that, but we'll we'll, we'll talk via text or, or um, email uh, June 1st. The C-A-N-H, C-A-N-H, the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. I know other states are listening. Other retailers are listening. What you got to do is put an organization together in your state. We have a lobbyist here to fight for premium cigars for us in the state. It's very, very important. It costs a lot of money, so we're putting a fundraiser together. All the retailers get together. We meet once a month we talk shop we talk about what we can do to protect ourselves it it doesn't have to turn into a big thing a long thing i mean 30 minutes a month or or something Um, if you have a big state and you have to meet via skype or something like that you could do it but folks get together and protect yourself we're lucky here in new hampshire you think they're lucky in pennsylvania they're lucky in florida luck has nothing to do with all those states have their own organizations together and the states that
1: don't get trampled on and you can get the cigar smokers to help fund it it's not like you've got to take it out of your own pocket as the retailer you put together fun events like the golf tournament and the little lighters we have yeah. it. We, we all sell this little lighter for two dollars and ninety nine cents a dollar of this
3: goes to the organization we all sell the thing we make money from the thing it's a nice little lighter and it helps fund the organization and you know, it says a little something on there that this helps do it, and guys pick them up by the handful and stuff. Whatever you can do to to, to help fund it and and put it together, but if if nothing at all, no funding, and you guys get together and you show up at the state house yourself, help me. Help, Help you. Absolutely. Our next Saturday's show, June 2nd, we have Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars coming in live to the two guys in Salem. Uh, he's coming up flying in to the CNH golf tournament. Thank you, Joe, for doing that, along with other retail uh, manufacturers also. But he said, I'm coming up on um, on June 1st for that. Let me come uh, hang out in the store on June 2nd. And uh, he's going to see you in Seabrook also in the enough? Nashua store. June 8th, the following week, uh, we have Rocky Patel on, on a Friday uh, at a barbecue in Seabrook. A few tickets left for that. But the following day, we'll have him on the Cigar Authority live. Rocky is rocking. Yes, he uh, is. Uh, I just looked at some numbers the other day. Rocky Patel, I believe, is the number three producer of premium cigars in the United States. Wow.
1: Unbelievable. He, he is huge. He
3: did. He earned every penny of it. Um, so we'll have him on there. Talk also, about next Saturday is Talk about Boop Make a Party. Mountain's Move. He's somebody to talk to and say, Rocky, how did you do this?
1: Yeah. Uh, he's got stories to tell. Go ahead. Your bow party? My bow party's next Saturday. Tickets are uh, are slowly moving now. They, things are Help Mr. Jonathan up. out. How did they get a hold of Mr. Jonathan to sell some tickets here? Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. The information's right there on the site. Uh, my phone number's there. Everything is there. 20
3: bucks? 25 bucks. 25 bucks for a ticket. You go on a little cruise on the on the thing. You can smoke, you can on smoke the hall,
1: cigars. Right? There'll be music there, and it's a good time. It's not just going to be music. I am going to actually be spinning the records right then and there on records that do not exist. That's the tagline for my commercial. Really? So... They don't even exist, and you'll be
3: spinning them. So Rocky Battelle, bring Dad to a cigar dinner Saturday, June 16th. It's Father's Day on Sunday, June 17th. The night before, we're going to have a father and son cigar dinner. Nick and Nicholas Perdomo will be live at it. $59 per person, or the special is $99 for you and your dad. The best $99 you're going to spend with Nick and Nicholas Perdomo. will have them on the show that day also. Um, and I want to mention the green. And opening of the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge in Nashua, New Hampshire with Eric Newman. That's going to take place on June 23rd. We'll do the show from there. And uh, Eric Newman. So he's coming up and it'll be the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge. Those guys uh, not only thank you for uh, a great cigar that they produce, but they're also advertisers here in the Cigar Authority. They do what they can to help other people. Absolutely. Great, great uh, family over there. The Newman family. Thank you for that. Next week we're going to be here Live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem with Joe Cusano from CNC Cigars, uh, just back from the CANH Golf Tournament. We may have some audio from that to, to play along with it. The rumor mill is going strong. I heard lots of stuff I'm going to tell you about next week. Some things we think we know, stuff uh, we know to uh, possibly be false, but uh, we're going to talk about that too. That and lots more. So thanks everybody for joining us. Paul Joyal from Joyal's Liquor will be here till 6. O'clock with his Jay Grotto
1: cigar brand. You the want journey boutique? continues, baby. Yeah.
3: yeah, you want to uh, taste, taste boutique cigars? You're gonna taste them. Come on by and say hi. It's Memorial Day weekend. Thanks to our vets and thanks for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.